and welcome to About Town. It's Jay and Nima. Well, today we're going to do a Brexit episode, yeah. where, as you can tell by the title. Um, so we're going to just do a bit of a summary of like what's going on with Brexit, what our perspective is on it. Kind of, I don't want to say layman's, we're going to try and throw in some facts and like actual proper information, but mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know educational this is for brits and non-brits alike yeah so (laughs) i just want to know what's going on Mm, so that's what the episode's gonna be about um Mm. but as usual we will start with with, uh would you rather but it's gonna be brexit themed and it's just for nima oh so it's just the two of us today um just the two of us okay (laughs) okay yeah um so would you rather Mm. there was no brexit or there was no trump be selfish and say no brexit yeah yeah because I'm not an American citizen, so yes. <laughs> they voted for that. That's not my problem. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible way to think about things, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's definitely my opinion yeah. as well. <laughs> like, I feel like then we could, like, if there was no Brexit, we could laugh at Trump more. Exactly. <laughs> and we would look still... less obscene. <laughs> yeah. So like, this is annoying. Like, we can't mm-hmm. enjoy the ridiculousness of America. Exactly. Because we've got this stupid thing happening. Oh. Not that our, we're biased in our opinions. But... And plus, Brexit is more long-term than Trump. Although, actually... Obviously, the policies he does can affect in the long term, but they can be fixed. Yeah, but this is, yeah, this is like kind of a... Anyway, so yeah. so we're going to... The episode structure, we're going to start with providing a bit of context. So mm. talk a bit about, like, British politics, about mm-hmm. key things that kind of led up to the uh, EU referendum and, us, and Brexit, of course. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go into talking about the votes and, like, how the referendum went out, like, what kind of the vote breakup was and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to kind of talk about the negotiations and where we are now. Mm, yeah. It's going to be fun. <sighs> fun times. <laughs> it's going to be a deep dive. Take a breath yes. with us. It will be fun, though. We're going to try <laughs> yeah. and be less, not boring. Um, right. But anyway, so I guess a great, a good thing to start. So the context is, mm-hmm. what is the EU? Mm. Um, so the EU is basically a, like, a political union across Europe. So it's like um, it started after World War Two. It was um, like some countries joined together and were like they didn't want many more wars, basically. So it's like yeah. let's have like solid trading agreements and understanding of stuff. I, I think it was it started. So it's made to foster economic cooperation and like yeah, so they would avoid each other going into war, like I said. Yeah. Um, and then it grew to become like a single market. So it was mm-hmm. like. Um, if you think about like trade and all that stuff, it was more like instead of it's like England has their rules, France has their rules, Germany has their rules. Open it was like policy. yeah, it was mm-hmm. like everyone can join in together mm-hmm. and um, has the same kind of structure, so you'd have to pay tariffs and things like that. Ooh, that was me. <laughs> in to me, I feel like Europe is more or less like the United States of America, mm-hmm. but in a bigger with a bigger net in terms of just because they're actual countries that are separate. They do have their own separate laws, right? But because they have the open market between one another, it's like a big open door policy. You can go in and out because we're British. Well, currently... Mm. Well, we're still (laughs) going to be British. Yeah, well, yeah. Currently, because England is still... um, The UK is still in the EU currently, we're allowed to go anywhere within Europe, right? Without a visa or anything. So the EU isn't every single country in oh, Europe. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, there's member states. So it started mm-hmm. with 19 member states. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know who those people were, but England was one of them. Mm-hmm. I think that I was in the 70s when it became like lots of different states. Um, so it's kind of like consumer rights, transport, all that sort of stuff was like included mm-hmm. in that. And then, I don't know when it happened, but it's now like 28 member states. So... Mm-hmm. 
um, lots of different countries have joined. And basically, if you join, you have to kind of like fix up your policies and your standards. Yeah, they have standards. Yeah, so mm. you have to have like uh, employment standards, uh, environmental standards. And then there was a whole thing. I don't remember. When was the Euro? Do you remember? It was when mm, we were kids. Yeah, we were in secondary school because I remember even when the start they started an influx of more European countries entering. Yeah. Them when we had to like memorize everyone in the European Union. Well, I think but, you're in a more advanced class than I was. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, but like um, I remember that there was um, yeah that they were then they were appealing like countries were appealing. Turkey's been trying to get in for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. By the way, but um. I don't think that's going to happen. But anyhow, but um, yeah. So I just know that it was around about that time. So probably in the two, early 2000s Yeah, early 2000s. Ish. And the, so that's when all the countries in the EU mm-hmm. started joining the euro. So that was... Um, single currency. Sing, like So a single currency for that... Um, the, that kind of like trading block mm-hmm. uh, but the uk didn't want to do it and we didn't do it and yeah. a few other countries in the eu i think don't. sweden or yeah something? sweden doesn't Some i went Scandinavian to stockholm countries, and they, yeah. they have their own currency but like so in france it used to be the francs but they don't have that anymore mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what it was in any other countries anyway. yeah i can't even remember right now i was gonna say pesos for spain but i don't something think that's beginning with L- i was thinking the same <laughs> yeah, thing but i think there's something beginning with l for like portugal or something yeah yeah but but anyway they, now, everyone's but, in euros now yeah so that's kind of like what the eu was oh and then there's also freedom of movement so if yeah. you are a member of one of the EU states. So mm-hmm. it's not all of Europe, it's just the people in this like membership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can travel like uh visa free throughout Europe and also you can work in different countries. Yeah. Um without any visa. So mm-hmm. lots of people move around. And you get um if you want a higher education you get the same rate as if you were a citizen of that country, correct? Am I correct in that? I, I think, think so. Cause so yeah. I think and there's EU fees and like yeah, yeah it's different. EU and home. Mm-hmm. But like yes, yeah, so there's lots of different things. So for me, I guess what, what I thought the EU and was, you get benefits too, and that's we'll talk about that a bit later on. I think yeah, because that le- leans in a bit to the Brexit part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and to be fair, the freedom of movement thing really like bre- like feeds into the immigration problems. Yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. but that that again we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, what else happened? Yeah, so for EU, I I don't know. I was like, oh well, we could just move around, and there's also like a card, and you get free healthcare or. Mm. you get their healthcare system when you're there so it's just kind and of like vice versa yeah so it just makes it kind of easier for people to mm-hmm. like move around europe and like have less trade trading barriers which obviously is good for economic growth in general if people can move around yeah. i think that's the theory behind it mm-hmm. um so that's what the eu is to me i don't know if there's anything else that you no, i think i think you covered it really well to be fair yeah um so that's what the eu was is and then brexit so in summary <laughs> yeah in summary that's the eu yeah and then brexit is uh like short for britain exiting the european union yeah um which is what's happening so that's what the eu is the political system in the uk so what, what are the main parties the main parties okay we we don't have a two-party system unlike some countries it's basically, <laughs> i think it's basically a two-party With, system yeah more or less but then when but the lib dems they have Okay, so the parties are the Conservatives, the Labour Party, the Lib Dems, got the Green Party, Green Party, and then there's there are lots of little National Party Mm -hmm. and um, the UKIP, who are probably the main ones who are like interesting in the context of Brexit. Brexit, yeah. Um, So, how would you describe? Oh, what about? But we also need to talk about um, DUP because they're they're in it. I think we'll talk about that later after we talk about the general election. But but, yeah. 
So who are the conservatives to you? Conservatives, okay. If I was to compare it, I'm trying to think of our other, like, well, obviously because I'm thinking of the American point of view. Conservatives are the elitists, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they tend to be um, middle class, upper class or whatever, doing very well off, you know, don't want to pay too much money, obviously don't want the government in their hand, in their pockets too much and all that kind of thing. Don't want to spend too much money <laughs> On public, on, on public service things, which doesn't make sense. But let me take that aside. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what a conservative is to me anyway. And their colour is blue yeah. right here in the UK. So the conservatives are blue. Do they have a flower or something? The Labour's have, I don't know. I don't know. Labour has blue. a flower, but I don't know about yeah. conservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so then do you want to do Labour Party as well? Yeah, Labour Party is... I can't remember the history in detail. Obviously, they teach us these things in school, yeah, but... So they're like a trade unionist um, kind of... Part. Like, mm-hmm. That's what they're kind of built on. They're very much like workers' rights, um, mm-hmm. state-funded uh, stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Funded stuff, like, you know, like schools, like investigation yeah, public services, and public yeah. services. Um, yeah, it's more kind of a collective view. So I think the Conservatives are more free market. Labour is more like... What like you know trade union helping yeah. supporting workers and things like that um and obviously this is a bit I'm more labour supporter so this mm-hmm. is probably a bit more a bit biased um but yeah I think that's how I describe them so they're left wing but then in the same way um labour and conservative kind of, they haven't merged but they're getting both closer to the centre so they're both very mm. much like they want the market to work but then labour's like but we need to invest in public services and conservatives like no everyone needs to have a job and then we don't and like they have that view that if you have benefits or support people then it encourages them to be lazy mm. which is obviously stupid but, um, but whatever mm-hmm. and then so there's some little parties which are kind of interesting in the context of the Brexit debate so UKIP the Uni- United Kingdom Independent Party who are oh, the act- racists <laughs> basically but they um, they also were like um, they were formed to try and make us leave the EU, basically. They want mm-hmm. the UK to be independent from the EU. They feel like we're being, like... A sovereign state or some nonsense that they were using. Yeah, like sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And they, they feel like they... I don't know. They feel like the EU is encroaching on people's rights. Yeah. And things like that. So that's what they were set up. And, like, during the Brexit thing, Nigel Farage was their leader, um, who I'll talk about in a minute. Um, so that that's they were kind of formed for that. In the 2015 election, they got... Four million votes, which is no, they didn't. Oh, and that was when they come up, came up, right? Yeah, that's but it when might they be really started rising. I don't remember when it was, which election it was, but they got quite a lot of votes basically, mm-hmm. and they stole quite a few votes from the Conservatives. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was UKIP, and then the Scottish National Party is mm-hmm. in the Scottish Party, mm-hmm. and they um, they're the government in Scotland. Mm-hmm. So the United Kingdom's. Sorry, England, Wales, Scotland, Northern, Northern Ireland, Ireland are the countries in the United, United Kingdom. Kingdom. That's for all our non... I don't think a lot of people, even some English and um, British people, I don't think they really understand the difference between the UK, yeah. what's Great Britain, and then what's like the little separate parts. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the UK for you. Yeah, that's the UK. So in Scotland, they uh, their party is... Um, who is it? Yeah, the Scottish National SNP. Party, who um, their leader was Alan, not Alan, what's his name? Alex Salmond, who mm-hmm. has been arrested recently. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> and um, yeah, their leader now is Nicola Sturgeon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, they're, they're 
yellow and that's their government is the scottish national party but it's like in scotland it's between labor and the scottish national party mm-hmm. the conservatives aren't doing very well there okay. um they got some sense up there huh? yeah and then the green party is just whatever the green party is in every just, country like it's yeah, just like, yeah, very yeah. small it has one i think they've one mp environmental yeah very environmentally focused mm-hmm. um i think they've got a stronghold in brighton yeah they do brighton's yeah. a place that they have their mp um and then so a bit of political context i think we talked about so freedom of movement has been a really um big thing in british newspapers and stuff like that because when poland and romania especially joined the eu there was a lot of workers coming from poland and romania who would work for much cheaper than british workers mm-hmm. and would also be better at their jobs so it was <laughs> like and they would like um so a lot it's of that immigrant mentality isn't it yeah mm-hmm. so that, but that caused a lot of like friction it was very much like mm-hmm. poland are coming they're taking your jobs and mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing similar to like how mexicans in america and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um so freedom movement was kind of like a negative thing because you can't control you're not allowed to put a cap on eu migration even mm-hmm. though like i think it's a lot of british people don't live in like move to europe as well so it's kind yeah. of like it's a balance but um that was a big thing um that's negative and people don't like that mm-hmm. um what else happened so basically in 2000 oh did we just i didn't describe the liberal democrats yeah let's let's go back to them because i think they have a bit of a yeah no they're yeah, quite they, important yeah so liberal democrats are politically i think they're probably smack bang in between the conservatives and labor that's mm-hmm. my kind of take on it mm-hmm. they're kind of like they wanted free tuition fees um for universities and i think that's their only policy i kind of that makes them stand out yeah yeah but basically in 2010 after gordon brown stepped down it was ed Miliband, who is labor leader david cameron who called brexit who is a conservative leader and nick clegg who is now works at facebook um and he <laughs> He, he was the from um, politics to social media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so he was um, the the Lib Dem leader, and he was really popular. I actually voted for uh, Lib Dems when I was um, okay eighteen, and mm-hmm. um, that's the first person I voted for. And basically, in that election, what happened is we had a hung parliament. Oh yes, which means that there was no mo- no majority mm-hmm. for any party. So then there had to be a coalition between the Conservatives won the most votes, and then the Liberal Democrats had like 48 seats or something like that Mm -hmm. so they and Labour had less votes so they Liberal Democrats joined with the Conservatives to make a coalition government so Mm -hmm. in 2010 till 2015 we only had we had a coalition it wasn't just Conservatives it was them and Liberal Democrats working together um so that kind of happened and then in the 2015 election Conservatives David Cameron was like if we get a majority which they weren't expected to have is they I'm not sure if this is the best way to describe it, but like, so their government um, put in place austerity, which meant a lot of mm. cuts to public services, <laughs> police, schools, um, etc. And um, yeah. they also, to be fair to them, the unemploy- unemployment decreased under them, but also employment rights were worse, and there was a lot of zero-hour contracts, people who weren't, weren't didn't have secure jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the government, in from my perspective anyway. Um, and... In 2015, they ran again. Um, actually, Gordon Brown... Sorry. No, anyway, 2015, they ran again. Yeah. And um, the Conservatives, on in their like campaign, they said, if we get a majority, like, they're not a coalition government, then they would have a referendum on the EU. Because in within the Conservative... That, that was that was the bargaining chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, in the Conservative Party, that a lot of them want to leave the EU because they... 
want to be able to control like free market and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. reduce rights if they want or increase rights if they want but probably not um so then they ran under that but they didn't expect to get a majority because they were polling below and stuff like that anyway what happened was they won a majority so then they had to hold the eu referendum mm-hmm. it's how i see it because david cameron didn't want to leave the eu and also it's kind of like i think a lot of like ukip voters voted for the conservatives because they wanted to have the referendum yeah, so definitely. it was like they got a majority but, um, um, I thought I had heard, correct me if I'm wrong, that David Cameron also used that as to keep, so they wouldn't, um, I guess, contest his leadership for his party as well. Oh, yeah. So as an individual, that's what he used to be like, don't kick me out yeah, <laughs> of yeah. this role. Keep me. I got this. Yeah, that's And I'll right. do this for you guys. Yeah. So that was his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's most of the political context. I'm a bit worried this is a bit boring. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so then... They were holding a referendum. Yeah. Which was on the June 23rd, 2016. So, quick summary. Who are the, we say, top five people that we need to know? Yeah, what are doing for, in the For referendum. this next section, for the referendum. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're moving on to the referendum part. This is, this this was in what year? 2016? Yeah, 2016. Ugh. Anyhow, <laughs> 2016. Where were you when... <laughs> Well, oh yeah, but, yeah. Oh my god, we'll talk about that. But um, yeah. so the top five people you need to know for the referendum, the Brexit. This was when they were deciding if we were going to remain in the European Union or leave from the U- divorce. Yeah, divorce the European <laughs> Union. Yeah. So um, yeah. So Jay, there's David Cameron, Prime Minister of the UK at the time. At the time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> he made, he made, like, I think he's on holiday now. Anyway, so he's... um, uh, Must be nice. Yeah. So he called the referendum, like we said, uh, because of his leadership and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. He wanted to remain. Before the referendum, he went to um, Europe to try and get some, like, concessions, which yeah. went really badly and no one believed he did anything. Mm-hmm. Um, some things about David Cameron. Um, he once fucked a pig, apparently. <laughs> For real? Yes. So you know wait, that means that um that what's Black that Netflix Mirror. Black Mirror is based on him? No. So basically, so he was in these like he's very rich. He was in yeah. one of these um clubs like one posh boy. Very clubs. rich to the point that his family was one of the people that was in that document. There was an island Panama where papers. Panama Papers. So just keep if if you guys are up to current um, affairs and stuff, just note that that's how rich he is. Go yeah. on. <laughs> anyway, so he was in one of those posh boy clubs in mm. um. Oxford or came Oxford, I think, and um, basically one of the dares was to put your penis in a pig's mouth, and it was. <laughs> Nasty I mean, piece I don't know if it's shit. true, but anyway, that's just you know a bit of supposedly, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, uh, David Cameron did that. Also, he was the one who brought in austerity, so cuts to public services, and I think that's all I really know about him. Yeah, um, he was quite popular, I think, amongst his people. Um, <laughs> uh, who else is there? Next person. Boris Johnson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Boris Johnson is a dickhead. <laughs> He's known for the Boris bikes. So if you see bikes, yeah, bikes in London. in London. He used to be mayor of London. Yeah. He um once wrote an article about Barack Obama and said, "Oh, this is actually during the Brexit thing." Mm-hmm. He he wrote an article that said Barack Obama came and said like it would be good to have to stay in the EU. Yeah, I remember um, that. And he Didn't he wrote, do a town hall or something? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And um, I think David Cameron asked him to. Yeah, and then he basically uh, Boris Johnson wrote this article that said um, potentially 
Barack Obama's Kenyan roots make him inherently anti-British. There was a big thing that happened in Kenya. I don't remember what it was, but like a slaughter that the British did. And they, they did were, a lot of slaughtering, to be yeah, honest, yeah. but go on. <laughs> <laughs> but there was that thing in Kenya, and then he was like, oh, maybe his Kenyan roots make him anti-British, and that yeah, made me so that. angry. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, what, so all black people are anti-British because of the way that you treated all people of colour? Jane <laughs> Collin, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So that really pissed me off, and he's like, he's very, very popular. He's very, like, um, he's, he's like, Super posh English, but like bumbling. So people like him. He does stupid things. All yeah, the time. they they he's charming. They characterize he charming. him as being um yeah charming or whatever. And that when he says stuff, it's it's funny. It's just all good humor. Yeah, and that's a bit problematic in my opinion because when someone says something like that and they're not from the same class or the same sex or the same race as him, they label it completely differently. Mm-hmm. But that's just my humble opinion. Yeah. But um. Yeah, he he's he's always in the headlines. Yeah, and he's pretty famous. He's one he's of the, most the people. Famous pop- yeah, he's one of the f- upfront politicians. Yeah, I would definitely say that though for the UK. And in the EU referendum, so he it's very clear that he wants to become prime minister, mm-hmm. and he decided to back um, Brexit. Brexit, even though. Like again, he had like two articles. One saying why he supports the EU, one why he says he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he um, decided to say he wanted to leave the EU because I think the political kind of uh, questioning was that he wanted us to stay in the EU, but only just. So then David Cameron was weakened, and then he could take over, basically. Mm, for, so for selfish reasons. Yeah, that was the opinion of many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Boris Johnson, mm-hmm. and then so he was in the cabinet um, with David Cameron, and he like kind of diverted explain what a cabinet is for people that don't understand uh the cabinet is like there's um when you have a government obviously there's like the secretary of state the foreign secretary the head of how um like local government and sorry i'm giving you the wrong names things uh communities and local something anyway there's different ones like education housing Mm -hmm. uh immigration blah blah blah. and you're head of departments so your Mm -hmm. cabinet will be the people that are heads of those different departments yeah i forget what Boris Johnson was, but he... I think he stayed it, but anyway. So, going on. So, another member of the cabinet was uh, head of education, which was Michael Gove. Yeah. Who... Okay, policy-wise, <laughs> he, he's really disliked by teachers, because he changed... He, like, he wanted to change schools, so they, were, they kind of, like, followed the private school method. So, it's very much, like, lots and lots of testing, like, kind of, no, like, woolly stuff, like self-esteem or community stuff like he didn't he wasn't interested in that mm-hmm. and he cut a lot of funding to education i remember my teacher friend was like saying gove is like saying a swear word in the in the te- staff room because they just hate him oh wow yeah so he like he was really unpopular as an education secretary mm-hmm. um and then he he was uh pro-brexit i don't know i think he was genuinely pro-brexit like he wanted to leave the so that's two one right now yeah mm-hmm. and then uh nigel farage mm-hmm. who is trash. He, he friend of Trump. Friend may of, we note. Yes. Yeah. Trump loves Nigel Farage. He spoke at one of his rallies. Yes. I think soon after Trump won, he quickly took a flight over and stuff and vice versa. They congratulate themselves. Yeah. I mean it's died down. I don't think they've been getting too much publicity about themselves too much now because no. But Nigel Farage was head mm-hmm. of the of UKIP, so the United Kingdom Independence Party. Yeah. He really pushed for the referendum. He was very much on TV all this other stuff. He actually survived a plane crash a few years ago. Oh, wow. I didn't um, even know that. And it was that. like a small plane. Uh, he, what else about him? He had it, a private plane? I, I think, uh, not his own plane. Oh. I think it was just he was just he using flew. it. But it was a small okay. one, but it crashed and he mm-hmm. survived. Um, and then 
unfortunately. Um, and he... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. This wouldn't be happening. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he... Um, he's very anti-EU. He's an MEP, so he's not ever been voted in as an... Sorry, this is confusing. So what's the difference between... Okay, an MP is a member of, member par- of parliament. So- right. That represents a constituency. Mm-hmm. Within, like, so a constituent, a local government or a local area here in the UK that now sits in parliament, yeah. member of parliament, yeah, and MP. then and, <laughs> and then um, an MEP is a member of the what? European, European parliament. parliament. So there's a European Parliament as well. So people got voted and they're represented by people in their own countries. So every uh, state in within the EU has a member of parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was an MEP and he used to do lots of speeches about how much he hates the EU, even though they pay his salary. Um, he um, was famously said that he feels uncomfortable with people speaking different languages on the train, but his wife is German and she regularly would speak German to her children if she was on the phone on the train. Because if you speak a language and you're reading someone who speaks that language, you're gonna, have, yeah, you're not going to speak English, you're going to speak your own home, your mother tongue. Yeah, and he said it makes him feel uncomfortable if people are speaking foreign on the... the I think he meant just non-European languages. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even, anyway, so but that's not... I have another question though, yeah. just to help. Like, why, How is it that someone can be an MEP but not an MP? Because there's different elections, so... okay. If, if you stand for it as an MEP, there's like less turnout because they're not in a general election. Got you. But it's just like, you could just stand for it and if you get voted... It's easier to get voted in as, as an MEP than an MP. Yeah, because I think more specific people, there'll be more targeted campaigning. It's not like you're yeah. against lots of people, mm-hmm. I think. I don't really know that much, mm-hmm. but... Okay. Um, cool. What else? So that's four people. But those, so that's three... You've named One. three three pro-Brexit or let's say two and a half yeah. and one and a half yeah. um, Remainer. So we call them Remainers and Leavers here. So if you're somebody that wanted to leave the EU, you're a Leaver. And if you're somebody that wanted to stay in the EU, you're a Remainer. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then, who? so Theresa May, she was a Remainer. Yeah. Theresa May, current Prime Minister, the one who had the SNL sketch about her. Um, so oh, she, snap. She made it to SNL. Yeah, it was... It was I mean, she doesn't even, she's such not a even mess. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she was a Remainer. Um, she was Home Secretary, which is like in charge of like uh, policing. Mm. Oh, yeah, immigration, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, she oversaw um, lots of cuts to policing. She also rented these vans that said, go home, and drove them around ethnic minority areas mm. in also London. Also burned... Papers of um, oh yeah, of of um, Windrush. She was she was yeah, she was in charge around that time around that period, right? I don't know. We spoke sure. about Windrush in previous episodes of Brown About Town. Yeah, but um, basically there was um a scandal of sorts where not of sorts there was a scandal mm-hmm. <laughs> where the government was found to basically be deporting um the Windrush generation which you can reference um, from previous episodes or like Google, quick Google, so we don't like make it too long-winded. But basically it was found, like it was highlighted and further disclosed that they had even gone as far as burning documentation that um, would have been proof to say that the Windrush, people that were being deported or being wrongly persecuted were, you know, legally in the country, that kind of thing. So, yeah, she's a piece of work. Yeah, so that's her like history. I don't know about other... Like leading remainers. I mean, most MPs wanted to remain 
most celebrities wanted to remain a lot of like it was a lot of um, even a lot of business people do, well yeah. a good number of business people yeah I think mm-hmm. most business people wanted to remain so mm-hmm. it's kind of like the majority of like I guess the political class or the people you'd see on TV were very yeah. pro-remain so the 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 three people that we mentioned Gove Boris Johnson and Nigel Farage were like very center stage because there weren't that many of them yeah who were well known so they were like it's quite a big deal for those two people especially Boris Johnson to back Brexit yes um so that's kind of the context I'm sorry it was a bit (laughs) long-winded it's mainly informative so hopefully you guys are getting something from this yeah yeah but then um so then we moved to the actual vote oh my gosh like so where were you when this happened I was, in, I was <laughs> <sighs> so I was, traumatic. I was in I was in the north of England, so I was living in Leeds. Mm-hmm. And um should I tell you about my story of when I found out what happened? Go on. Um so I I like watching like political stuff. So um mm-hmm. it's on the news, like they have like the votes coming in and stuff like that, and it started at like ten mm. um, PM. So I was like watching it and then the results were coming in, they were very like different to what people had predicted. So it was like more leave than they expected in this I think area. that was a general thing that year. I think that year, well, from what you're even saying, before that year too, polls have been basically messing up. They yeah. haven't been projecting correctly. But yeah, anyway, so they were coming in and it was like towns were like 50-50 when they were expected to be 60-40. Oh, snap. Remain and stuff like mm. that. Anyway, so they was coming in. And then more and more came in and I was looking at it and I was thinking, I'm going to have to stay up all night and see what happens. Mm. Um, so I was in Leeds, basically, and then we left the EU. I was very upset. Like, it was actually interesting. So I have a friend who... Very, very... But it was very close, though. The margin was tight. Yeah, it was 52-48 mm-hmm. um, to leave. But so I... It was funny because I was my friend who's Brazilian... Like earlier that year, they had an ousting of their president. I remember yeah. seeing her the next day, and she was like really like upset, but like in a weird way, not in a weird way, in a way that you don't really see. She's like, it just feels politically it's strange. Was that the woman, the female yeah. president yeah, in so Brazil she, that was taken out? Yeah, so mm. she was like politically, she was upset. Yeah. And then that day after Brexit, I was like, oh my god, I feel the same way you yeah. do because it felt like it was a campaign about immigration and difference, and yeah. everyone voted against that and it felt that's why it's a lot of i feel like sorry to interrupt but i feel like that period even till now i feel like we're learning from it though hopefully i i say this probably from more an optimistic point of view but there's a lot of polarization going on like globally Mm -hmm. more so i feel like the western world though in terms of politics because in my opinion a lot of politics back in like africa is is more of the same thing yeah in each party (laughs) but anyhow so um yeah, so it's, I feel like there's a lot of polarization, so it's forcing people to make these drastic choices. Choices, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but go on. You yeah, and I just I was, this feeling. Yeah, I was just feeling really depressed, basically. Mm-hmm. Or, but I felt like a bit numb. I don't know. It was really strange because it's like I, I think you have an idea. Like obviously, people are a lot driven a lot by their idea of what their country is like or yeah. where you're. But you're from here. It's like where am I from and what's it like? And then you're mm-hmm. like to see that so many people voted and. Yeah, I remember sitting around. My friend was actually from Belgium and we were sitting there like in this cafe. We had loads of work to do, but I was sitting there and she was really upset. She's like, it's just like, I, I'm here. She was only here for a year, but she was like, you know, it just feels like I'm unwelcome or like I'm a yeah, problem to people. I can understand And it's that. just a horrible feeling. And like then it was like... Keeping more... in mind, Belgium is one of the countries that was there, I think, must have been at least the first 20. 
yeah, yeah. country, I think that's definitely. It, so the EU is based in Brussels, yeah, um, which is in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we were sit- like sitting there, and like more and more people came and sat and joined us, and we were all just like, Oof. it just it, you felt a bit ashamed. I felt ashamed of the country, yeah. And it was also, I think, one thing about it was I didn't know anyone who voted leave. Like no mm. one I knew voted leave. A lot and, of people of our generation in general, I don't think a lot of people were expecting it. It yeah. was really unexpected, yes. I think. Um, so yeah, I was just sitting around being depressed, um, which was shitty. I had a, I used to have a Union Jack tote bag and I threw it away. Oh damn! <laughs> it's like that. Huh? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm upset. But to be fair, I feel that. Well, I don't know from what I. So where were you? What, what I happened? was um I was still in Nigeria at the time. Were you? Yeah, oh when the vote happened. The funny thing is, I had literally made the decision before the vote happened to move from Nigeria. I was living in Nigeria. I had been there for three years total, um, to move from Nigeria back to the UK or whatever. Um, I was working there, and I remember like going to bed and seeing the votes, and I was like. God, like, there is no way I moved to this country <laughs> and they decided to leave. I was like, no, 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 it's not possible. It's not possible. Went and I got, and I used to get, I still do now, but not as frequently, get news alerts yeah. or whatever. And like, when I woke up, that was the first thing I saw mm-hmm. was like the, um, the UK votes to leave the European Union. Yeah. And it felt like a slap in the face. I'm not even going to lie because me leaving Nigeria was a, was, um, a brave decision it was quite drastic jump as well and so obviously i was like oh shit i feel like i've made a crappy choice yeah i I, I didn't feel that at the time i was worried that i was like what have i done or no what have they done (laughs) that's what i felt like not what have i done because i was like no i was pretty sure because i knew what i planned to do in the next three to four years Mm -hmm. so i knew that my move was making sense but i was just like Oh, this is going to make a confusing terrain because it becomes the whole unknown mm. when it comes to economics, business and everything. And that's how I think in mm. general. I'm just like, this throws this whole wrench and this causes problems at a time when I'm making a big jump. This is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> this is not what I want. No. And you don't want that when you're making any type of move from leaving school, from making a career jump. Like that is not what you're asking for, right? You want as much stability as possible. Yeah as any other human being would but yeah and i remember even like colleagues because um i think i was winding down in terms of leaving the country and so it was like my last month and um i remember even like partners saying oh i wonder if that was a good idea for you to you sure you want to leave Mm, like do you want to stay yeah yeah i had i had partners at my firm like sending me asking me like you sure you want to leave now that kind of thing and yeah because of such an uncertainty but to be fair nigeria was also um I think at the time I was leaving, there was like, um, we were touching potentially like becoming going into a recession. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of economic stress as well because the oil price oh, yeah, was I so low. Yeah, and Nigeria is, um, is almost a, almost is a banana. I, I don't want to say about now because I'm not up to pace, but at the time it's like a banana republic. You just, banana republic is basic, it's based on a book. Okay, okay. But actual real life, but that basically we just solely depend on one commodity. Okay. And. That was the issue at the time. Like, everything was oil-based. So, um, yeah, 
it was a bit of an issue, but whatever. I'm I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, I jumped ship. Now I don't sign paper. <laughs> said I'm leaving. You can't write a resignation letter and stay. I mean, people do it. But as for me, That's I've nice. always said the moment I drop a letter, I'm out. Mm. Because I feel like that leaves so much room for dis- people disrespecting you. Yeah. But anyhow, that's for another that's day. Like, that's yeah. interesting, though. Like, you're... Because I, I think... What I was, I was sitting around being like, what country can I move to? Because I don't want to live here. <laughs> but Baby, like, if, if this place keeps messing up, I'm going back to Nigeria too. <laughs> yeah, no, but actually, so like mm-hmm. thinking about the way that uh, people voted. So we mentioned earlier like the split of the UK. Yeah. So in Scotland, they voted like 60, 62, 38. Yeah, it was a to, yeah. to remain. Mm-hmm. And then in Northern Ireland, I think, I don't remember the exact vote, but it was like, I think it's 55, 45 to remain. Yeah. England... And Wales mm-hmm. um, was like more so to leave. I think it was like a one percent or two like percent difference uh, to um, to I don't know. It was like the same. It, yeah. was, it was to leave in England, but basically, so a referendum is everyone in the country gets to vote. Everyone who's voting age votes, and then whatever the result is, fifty fifty, fifty one, forty nine. Then you leave. Yeah, so that's what happened. So it's fifty two, forty eight to leave, and. Um, but the the difference in voting in different areas. So also in London, what was it in London actually? I know it was definitely to remain. Yeah, I, I know I, that much. I remember being like, um, I was because I was in Leeds and it was like it was like to leave. Like, um, a quick question: Who yeah. was it exactly that was allowed to vote? Because I do remember um, at the time people were like really encouraging even students. I knew people. People there were students that like were encouraging people to register to vote. You didn't just have to be a British citizen to vote, did you? Um, I, I think you could vote like if you were like EU part of the Commonwealth people too as well could vote. I think really, I think people who lived like here that. could vote. I don't yeah. really remember how it worked. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, London was forty nine, for no sixty forty basically to remain. So sixty to remain and forty to leave. Yeah, in London. Mm-hmm. So I was like in Leeds, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to go back to London. Like you know, it's yeah. Like, like um so in terms of like areas so lambeth which is where i'm from mm-hmm. was like 80 percent to remain <laughs> i was yeah. like oh, i need to go back to lambeth <laughs> like i just don't want to be <laughs> go back to my ends exactly i was like this is crazy <laughs> anyway but the vote was a big shock for everyone mm-hmm. um what happened so a bit about the campaign so the campaign was kind of fought on the leave kind of camp was about sovereignty so there's I don't know how far we should go into the European Courts of Justice, which is basically like a higher court. High, just give a high level glaze. Yeah. Off. So basically, the EU has its own court, so mm-hmm. it's like you can appeal to the European Courts of Justice, mm-hmm. which Mandy was here for our little law knowledge. <laughs> yeah, you it? can appeal there, and they can like reject um, votes and stuff. And there's also the the European Human Rights Act or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, which is something that people in Britain hate. They're like, because it, it makes it more difficult to like deport people and stuff like that because mm. there's like human rights Got you. rules because you're in the EU you have to adhere to abide to them yeah but you people there's certain things that like there was lots of like articles about this like guy who was a suspected terrorist who had a cat so he could stay in the UK because of the European Human Rights Act or whatever which was obviously like really poorly written and not true mm-hmm. and like stuff, stuff like that so um there was that there was the freedom of movement thing about how like polish people coming in taking our jobs romanians like we can't trust them kind of thing lots yeah. of stuff like that typical immigrant like hating, hating basically yeah. yeah and then what was the other thing that people like sovereignty the european right i wrote it down let me 
I remember them complaining about like was it like fishing laws and stuff although that's probably I don't want to say that's a lesser issue because obviously if you live by the coast that's going to direct you directly impact you so there's rules like there's um, between the UK and like like the waters (laughs) in the waters basically Mm -hmm. there's rules that you can like certain people can fish at different times yeah Um, so basically the fishermen I don't really know the story but like they can't um, like they can't make as much money because the waters are more like communal or something like that mm-hmm. not really sure but i think that's what, oh and then so austerity as well so we talked about oh, how the conservative yeah. government cut a lot of things there was a lot of people like whose lives were much worse like in, in during austerity like there was a lot of like housing clampdowns and like homelessness in the uk has risen really like, a lot over the years food banks food, food ba- banks were not a thing yeah. i don't I ever knew I didn't know what a food bank was until I went to the States. Yeah. And that was from like when when we were in college, especially when like your end of semester and you're moving out, like all your food, you know, donate it and stuff like that. Um yeah, I didn't know what a food bank was until I went to the States. I never heard of it as a kid. It's weird. And then when I read in the newspaper here that like the rise of food banks, I was like, you know what? I had to think back and recollect me, like, I never remember us. I don't remember even like donating food like in school. Do we have do we well, have food the kitchens harvest. now? We used to do that harvest, yeah, but, but then that was it. That would go to the church, right? Yeah, I guess they do food banks. Yeah, and then like I don't. That's an American thing. Food banks, food kitchens, and yeah. stuff like that. Of course, we've always had people that are in need here, but not at the level it is today. Yeah, and that was kind of again the I felt like. My opinion on the whole e-referendum, let me just say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, obviously, I, did, I would vote to remain. Um, I feel like we have to leave now. But, like, I feel like David... K- in the um, newspapers and everything, like, Labour governments as well, like, Tony Blair, everyone, they used to... It was very much... Tony like, Blair is a former prime minister. Yeah, so uh, her famous hits are the Iraq War and... Um, oh, but Bunny. And uh, funding for... <laughs> but Bunny. I mean, <laughs> Buddy to George Bush. Yeah. Right. Yeah, buddy to George Bush, but also like uh, domestically, he did a lot of really good education uh, support. Uh, mm. So you, if you uh, your family earned less than a certain amount, then you were able to go to uni and you'd give them, be given a grant. You'd be grant for like going to higher education, um, into college and things like that. So it was quite a good like I don't know I I think they did a lot of good mm. stuff as well Balance. and they reduced child poverty and all this stuff. Mm. Anyway, conservatives were in that <laughs> that <laughs> stuff, but then. Um, so they, but like during that time, a lot of like immigration has always been a big issue. But it's very much like, oh, we can't do anything. We're in the EU. We can't do anything. We're in the EU. Mm. Um, and so a lot of people in their mind, it was like the EU is controlling us because of the way yeah. that the governments would like blame stuff on the EU. Is my opinion. And yeah, then, just pass the pass the buck, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's easy to pass the buck. Mm-hmm. And politicians did that again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Then David Cameron decided to have a referendum on this thing because we're all tired of the eu and yeah. them telling us what to do but no, the thing is i really i truly believe that it wasn't a political issue it was a political issue for some people but like in a very small sense yeah like i would say in the same way that if you like, were to break it down to the everyday person for them to really see where the issues were laying and yeah. who was doing what i think people would have i i assume people would have voted differently because yeah but go on i think there was a lot of um misleading yeah but even like the way that i just think it was like it's like having a referendum on something that people don't really have a strong understanding of yes. or opinion on mm-hmm. agreed um like i would say it would be like i don't know if this is a good analogy but it's like you know like racism or something or diversity or something mm-hmm. there's some certain people that really care about it 
Oh, yeah. Like us. <laughs> and yeah. if there was a referendum on it, a lot of people would be like, we've never thought about it before in our lives. Mm, like, yes. why, and I, I would be like really passionate and blah, blah, blah. All you have to do is bring out the common thread that everyone would be able to like connect with. Yeah. And that's what was done. Yeah. During the Brexit vote. So, and then people would vote emotionally. And people always vote emotionally, to yeah. be fair. So, And there was a lot of, like... It was a bit of a referendum on the Conservative government. Like, a lot of people were like, you know, my wages haven't gone up for years. I blame the e-. <laughs> They were just the like... EU, we, yeah. But it was like, a lot of people, there was, like, voting because they wanted to kick the government. So the austerity thing was a thing. Mm-hmm. Voting against immigration, because that's been, like, blamed for so many years. Um, then, uh, like, the sovereignty thing. Which, I don't know, I guess that's the only thing where I kind of kind of understand but i also feel like um people are exaggerating the level that people we don't have our own sovereignty yeah um so those what was i saying i was describing what i thought of the EU thing but yeah the vote outcome was depressing but i actually don't think it was that shocking considering the way that the eu's been portrayed and the way that the the kind of debate went there was Mm -hmm. um Obviously, this is at the same time as the refugee crisis, so a lot of people coming to Europe. Yeah, I was about a lot of the, pictures of the boats of immigrants yeah. coming from what was it like across the Mediterranean? Yeah, exactly to yeah. Europe in boats, loads like people dying, people pictures of dead children on the beaches yeah. and the shores of the Mediterranean. So, but there's some rules I think about how like the EU can make people take in a certain amount of migrants yeah. as well so mm-hmm. there was that kind of like oh they're gonna let the floodgates in because if they're made citizens of germany then they can come here and it's just like you know mm-hmm. that kind of hating there was a, like, a picture of nigel farage saying um like in front of a uh, it was like a poster of a lot of brown faces and him saying letting the floodgates in or something awful like that i don't remember what God. It was um but yeah and there was also there was this giant bus this famous bus i think from the campaign which said we're gonna get 350 million for the national health service so the nhs yeah which is quite unfunded yeah it's underfunded and that's partly because of austerity so it's kind of like people people the tories people it's the tories that's the problem not the eu yeah and the day after the vote nigel farage was on national tv and uh this the presenter she was like so is it gonna be 350 million for the nhs and he said i never said that (laughs) (laughs) he was so quick to renege boy yeah he was like i never said she was a lie and the woman was Pulled like, a Trump on us. She <laughs> shouted. She was like, "How can you say that? People have voted because of this, and you're just like the next day you say it anyway." And I think just to give context to people on why people are very stressed about NHS, here we have universal healthcare in the UK, mm-hmm. and um, the waiting times at hospitals, at even your general practice, when you just want to check for like, oh, you've got a little, a minor issue, health issue, is like extremely high. So. Obviously, that was something that commonly that everyone can um, relate to. And also, there were documentaries, actually, of um, foreigners coming to the state, coming to the UK and, like, using our services and not paying. So, yeah. I think a lot of these things were, like, um, factors that, like, really, like... I think people have... This- changed people's um, opinions and thoughts or whatever. But, yeah, go on. No, that's... Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's... Including in Americans too, because I heard, no, I heard, I saw there was actually a case of an older man that was um, found in, like, the countryside here. Yeah. And he had an American accent, but his memory wasn't good. He didn't know where he was coming from. Come to find out, his son, Mm. they were from America or Canada. No, it must be America. Yeah. And, because Canada has universal health care. And they literally just dumped and left him here. Oh, my God. 
and obviously taxpayers' money was paying for his care and stuff, isn't it? In a home. I know. That's That's ridiculous. What kind of person would do that to someone? I don't know. American, I guess. Um, (laughs) No shade. Yeah. But But I guess that's the kind of, like, Brexit like saga that's what happened the yeah. vote came everyone was shocked um people started calling remainers ramonas for being upset about it yeah there's a really big protest did we go to that protest that he i know we went to the protest against trump when he oh, yeah. got elected there was so. another one which i think was about the EU. there was a medley of i think so because i remember half flies being hun- um handed out yeah but yeah um but yeah so we voted to leave and then the bullshit happened i think a lot of people have mentally checked out of Brexit. I personally did. I'm very People interested in politics, but I'm just like... It's exhausting when they... They seem to act like... Act and they don't know what... They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, I'm also, saying act, but I really just don't... Because this is this is territory that no one expected to get into. Mm-hmm. No one's ever been. They don't even have like a proper thorough... I mean, there's a process to leave the EU. Yeah. But it's never been touched before. This is a first time thing, right? So it's bound to be quite exhausting. Mm. And two years is not enough, which is the period yeah. that is needed for Article 50. So, pff, forgot to mention, after the vote, David Cameron quit. Oh, yeah. With his... Yeah, he quit the, because he's about like... I could... name, yeah. but yeah. If you saw... The video of Michael Gove and Boris Johnson when they won, they looked like they were about to burst into tears. Like, mm-hmm. they were not happy that they had won to leave. <laughs> this was not meant to happen. Yeah, exactly. It was very much like it wasn't meant to happen. Kind David... of like Trump when he won, actually. Yeah, it was that, that kind of vibe. He, too, was not expecting to win. Yeah, it's like, uh... <laughs> I was just BSing. Yeah. And then, so, basically, then Theresa May took over mm-hmm. as Prime Minister. She wasn't voted in. There was, like, a Conservative within yeah, the party. The way that work, it works here mm-hmm. in the UK we don't elect the individual that's leading the party. Mm-hmm. It's the members of the party that elect them, more or less. That's yeah. the best way to put it. And so, therefore, that's why I always tell Americans a Trump would never happen here. <laughs> because No, because, sincerely, he doesn't qualify. Yeah. He would true. never get into... Somebody like him... Well, let me not say never. There's a very slim chance somebody of him, of his background... Yeah. Okay, yes, he comes from money, but he's not educated, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's not smart. Well, no, he's not these smart, people just... aren't smart either, in my opinion, yeah. right he's now. He's not educated. <laughs> but, yeah, he's not educated, basically. So he wouldn't he wouldn't even be able to get into the the group of people that would even like start making their way up in the political um, ladder or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's where, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, it would take... It would take more time than it did It would be j- so many generations before Trump should enter... A political landscape like ours, yeah, I believe. But um, yeah, that's beside the point. But yeah, but there, so then Theresa May works here. became prime minister. Yeah. Um. Then she decided. So Article Fifty is the is like the like, legislation to say we want to leave the EU, and she triggered that the process. Yeah. In March two thousand seventeen. So the the vote was in two thousand sixteen. There's about six months. Bizet obviously changed leaders and stuff, and she was like, "We're gonna yeah. do it in March." And they decided, and I think everyone was like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, and then there's a two year transition period, which we're coming up to the end of. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Theresa May in days, literally. Yeah. Um, when was the general? So Theresa May did that. Then the negotiations was just a lot of bullshit. No one really paid attention. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it was. There was. It was just. I th- to be fair. It was a bunch of griping for the two years. Yeah. I think we were distracted. The newspapers, I hate to put it on this, but I do blame the media to a degree. Like I can, I feel like they were distracting us from really, and we ourselves were di- easily distracted from 
pulling and forcing our like local MPs to be like, yo, this is what you need to make sure happens, you know, and forcing people like Theresa May to actually listen to everyone because ultimately what we find ourselves is now is that over those two years, Theresa's been like literally doing whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, I feel like this is a good idea and so this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Literally. And one person does not have the answers to what is going to end up determining the future for our whole country. Mm. Countries, because it's four countries you're talking about, England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. Yeah. And ultimately, also the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Because we'll get to that in a part minute. of the world. Yeah, yeah, soon. And so, like, yeah, it's just caused a bunch of nonsense. Now, when now we're doing last minute, like, the 12th hour. Yeah. Like, running up and down and, like, stressing and I think companies are scared. Yeah. I think there's one more, like, there's another part that was quite important. So, there's yeah. like mm-hmm. the... I don't remember when, when was the election. Was it in 2017 or 18? The vote? The election. We had general election. 2017. Yeah, it was right. in it was in twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, so in May, no, it was like June eighth or something. Yeah. So basically, Theresa May triggered art, triggered Article snap. fifty, mm-hmm. and then like there was a lot of problems because like uh, the Scottish National Party was saying we didn't even vote to leave. Why should we have to leave? Yeah. We're not going to support your deal if you make up something. We don't support it. So there's a lot of like everyone pulling in different directions. Mm-hmm. So Theresa May was told through polling that she had a really strong majority. Everyone liked how she was leading. She should call a snap general election. So you can call... The Prime Minister could say having a general election. Yeah. And so the Conservatives, although they had won... So this was because she wanted to um, show... I think I remember people were saying that she wanted to the UK to seem like they had a strong united front yeah. when it came to um negotiating with the EU. Yeah. <laughs> but little did she we know. Yes. So basically <laughs> so she was like, oh she was told that she would win loads of MPs, so she was like, let's have a snap general election that will mm-hmm. shut everyone up, boys mm-hmm. will take their MPs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I remember this because I was like at the gym and I was looking at the TV and it said snap there was a general election. I remember I was like <gasps> <laughs> No, no one wants to vote anymore. Anyway, so there was a general election. Mm-hmm. There was this was six weeks away or eight weeks away, so it was like yeah. really quick. Um, what had happened was basically the um, the Labour leader now is Jeremy Corbyn. He's very very left wing. Think Bernie Sanders kind of guy. Vibe. Yeah, vibes, yeah. Um, and then the, the media always say he's kind of shit. Basically, no one really likes. Well, yeah. they, the they media always really say don't. he's like a geography teacher. Yeah, why? But go on. Anyway, so <laughs> she thought I can beat Jeremy Corbyn and also get more. Like seats. more seats so make voting stuff through will be easier because mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about the different parties in parliament uh anyway so then she had the snap general election she's really bad campaigning at campaigning that was, she's not personable at all that is her problem but jeremy corbyn is, is really very per- personal, especially with the youth and yeah. that's where he got a cutting edge in yeah. that uh, snap election yes yeah, so mm-hmm. there was a lot because and also because a lot of young people didn't really vote in the referendum exactly that, so then people were like we and they like Jeremy Corbyn. Younger people like a him. lot of coming of age kids. Yeah. You know, like you know. I guess now the whole wokeness, yeah. the social consciousness, yeah. of people, especially younger ones, um, like educating themselves in secondary school mm-hmm. about you know the election, yeah. knowing policies and stuff because of Brexit, yeah, and um, yeah, and even like pop stars here and celebrities were actively like. For example, Stormzy yeah. was like all about Corbyn. Corbyn had like a really nice hip 
feel to him because so many youthful people who are like you know in touch with the youth and the youngsters were encouraging people to go to the polls yeah so yeah so anyway so the election came Theresa may lost like 10 seats so then um <laughs> she's so, so she she didn't have a majority i think so it's three it's a bit hard i don't know exactly the number i think it's the 650 seats mm-hmm. she you need 326 to have a majority. majority and she i think they had 328 or something before and then they went to 316 or something like that mm-hmm. and let's let's keep this in mind because this is going to be very important coming up yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway so she lost loads of seats she looked like she was been crying all night after the election it was a bit of a david cameron vibe <laughs> uh jeremy corbyn won lots of but she couldn't run away yeah Exactly. Jerry Corbyn won some seats, but obviously they Labour didn't have a majority still, so it was kind of like. But the momentum was set. Yeah, it so left it's very a much like memory. Mm-hmm. The reason she did it was because she wanted more seats. Yeah, and she got less seats. Yeah, which means she didn't have a majority, so she had to make a deal with the DUP. Who everyone in the Britain was like, who the fuck are the DUP? <laughs> Honestly, I was like, do you what? <laughs> I was like, I've never heard of them. But in Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, Ireland is split into two countries yeah. because of some tension back in the day religious tensions yeah. yeah so northern ireland part of the uk and they have a party which is really like right wing mm-hmm. very much anti-abortion anti-women and they had 10 seats so they for how much money did they get they got like a billion pounds they literally signed a contract for yeah. this yeah and it was they basically Theresa may's government were like here's loads of money support us so now she has a government with the dup but little did she know <laughs> they might have taken the money but they weren't gonna do everything she wanted because yeah. they're the reason we're having issues with the whole brexit thing in oh terms yeah that's of the true, that's true. oh yeah yeah so basically so she has this wobbly government now mm-hmm. and um everyone no one likes her deal there's also like uh the government wanted to just pass the uh the brexit deal without speaking to anyone yeah um, like but do then, whatever but they were taken to the, the supreme court and they said you have to the mps have to vote on it yeah which was uh, she really hated as well because that means that um she can't just do whatever she wants because people in parliament will vote against it mm-hmm. which as you said a little yeah. did you know that's what happened <laughs> uh blah, blah blah lots of stupid negotiations they had a vote first of december 11th of december they scheduled was yeah when she was supposed to have a vote on her brexit deal yeah that she worked so hard for yeah Yeah. and she just wants the will of the people and Mm -hmm. anyway she knew that she was going to lose that vote so she delayed the vote Mm -hmm. till january till january she said let them eat turkey (laughs) let them have a break yes cranberry sauce so i don't really know anything about this deal you um to a degree no i don't <laughs> not in detail because it seems so long i do know when it came out and everyone was like complaining like the day it came out i was like i feel like it's too soon for us to complain not supporting her but i was like nobody must have read all them papers because yeah. how many it's like it's 380 yeah like, pages like yeah. nobody has read that in detail or whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time like it felt also because you rushed it and like wanting to vote on it so quickly i was like yeah, there's definitely some sceptical stuff in there too yeah. for you to be so quick to throw this down everyone's throats. Yeah. But um, should we go, should I, we... at the end of the day, what was the big issue? The, back, the the main issue that everyone supposedly has right now is the back... What's it? The backstop. backstop. So mm-hmm. basically, do you want to describe... Describe Ireland a little bit and then... <laughs> so Ireland, from what I know... um, So we have... When people think of the Irish, yeah. you probably think Ireland is just one country. That's if you're not from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> If you're American. <laughs> yeah. 
But sincerely, Ireland is split into two. So you have the Northern Ireland part, which is what is part of the United Kingdom. And you have the Republic of Ireland. And more or less Northern Ireland, you think, in my opinion, I see like, I think Anglican Christians and the Republic of Ireland, you would think of Catholic Christians. Um, because mainly that is why it was separated because of the war that was going on at the time. I don't remember what was yeah. the name they had for it. But um, yeah, there was, yeah, some sort there was a tensions. great deal of tension for Long decades. Murders, like murders it was seriously gruesome. It was really bad for over three decades or so. Yeah, yeah. So um, ultimately they split, the, into, they two split into two. Um, they used to have a border, but no longer there isn't a border anymore. You know, obviously, you know, to encourage peace, unity, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff or whatnot. But um, yeah, that is where a lot of the problems lie, and that's where we tie into the whole DUP yeah, because, and so, the Brexit problem. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Ireland is going to stay in the EU, the, yeah. the Republic of Ireland. The so. Republic of Ireland, Ireland is Northern still Ireland. a part of... And they actually use Euros as well. Do they? Oh, I yeah, believe yeah. so, yeah. So um, that is where the issue is, because although it's one country-ish... It's two countries. It's two, but, it's two countries, but it's, I guess, one ethnicity. Would you say that? Yeah. How it's, I, it's, one, yeah. it's one piece of rock. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> piece of rock yeah it's, it's one landmass yeah <laughs> there you go but like two countries but um obviously there isn't actually a physical border in between northern ireland and the republic of ireland and there hasn't there wasn't a need for one yeah until now that we have brexit if the united kingdom is to leave brexit there definitely needs to be some kind of um checkpoint checkpoint that's the, to that's... ensure yeah because since everyone's complaining about immigration and stuff that would be the back door where yeah. there's a hole, there's a gap or whatnot. And so, yeah, that, that has been the issue that everyone has been trying to fix. And therefore, for me personally, when I read and understood, when I finally, after the media kept on throwing up backstop, 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 I was like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, That's I looked up as well, I'm but I forgot what it was. Because, you know, the media loves to do this nonsense where they will throw a word out and misguide people. And ever since Brexit and Trump... Mm-hmm. I think personally, I've taken it upon myself to make sure that I'm educated on the word they keep throwing to try and like fool yeah. you, if that makes sense. Yeah. So when I finally read up on it, I was like, well, they knew about this backstop from the beginning. Why did they even throw this referendum? Because this was always going to be an issue. Yeah. There is no so way. What's the backstop? The backstop is basically is that border. That's what, that's what it is. Yeah. Like the border between the northern. I might be maybe I'm. I think there's it's, the there's backstop a... is the way in which I guess the backstop in general is the way in which they've um, put it in Theresa May's deal. Is that basically? I it was an I've... Irish newsletter actually that gave a really good explanation of it. Okay, so I'm just going to read it verbatim from the BBC website. So. What is the backstop? The backstop is a position of last resort to maintain an open border on the island of Ireland. (laughs) Okay, I'm so immature. In the event that the UK leaves the EU without securing an all-encompassing deal. At present, goods and services are traded between the two jurisdictions on the island of Ireland (laughs) with few restrictions. The UK and Ireland are currently part of the EU Single Market and Customs Union, so products do not need to be inspected for customs and standards. But after Brexit, all that could change. The two parts of Ireland could be in difficult customs and regulatory regimes, which could mean products being checked at the border. The UK government does not want this to happen. The EU has also said it does not want any hardening of the border. However, 
the UK's current red lines, which include leaving the customs union and a single market, make that very difficult. So basically, the people that are giving Theresa May a hard time mm-hmm. about the backstop are the people that want to leave, definitely, right? Yeah. But this backstop hinders that because for the sake of peace and not going back 50 years... Yeah. Is it, I feel like I this mean, is I like because we were very young so I want to say going back 40 years or so and going back into those terrible times or whatnot in Ireland um, there doesn't there can't be a hard border mm-hmm. and I know I've already I've heard like news articles of the Irish um, government officials saying that history is not, I, I totally agree history is not going to be kind yeah. on the politicians who ultimately make this decision if they like you know trying to patch that whole backstop thing up yeah so yeah so basically it's the whole idea that more or less the brexit won't actually be a brexit because theresa may's deal if if what we're reading from my understanding is that we will still be part of the customs anyway and with that means you can't just have and the european union that's that's if what happens now if there's no if if there's a problem though because it's it's the backstop is an insurance policy, so it's not definitely how what's going to happen. No, it's an insurance policy, but yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, let's like, say like that. Assuming they don't come up with another idea on how to regulate things going through that border. Yeah, so it's like... Um, until they can come up with something. Yeah, so unless they decide something, which mm-hmm. no one seems to have done, then yeah. that will we'll be in the single market, and then that's basically... More what. or less... And then mm. that means... The single market, I think, means you have to have freedom of movement as well. Yeah, so more or less, we might as well just stay in the European yeah. Union. Yeah, so it's like... It's <laughs> in not, my opinion. And I think so, if some people are like, well, it's not going to be Brexit anyway, so what's the point? And other yeah. people are like, well, they just don't want Brexit anyway. Yeah. So, um, I think that's... I think that's clear to everybody, though. There's this thing, if you want in some clarity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how clear that was. But, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah. But then, what else? So then, what happened? So she had brought the Brexit deal, she delayed the vote. Oh, and a historic defeat too. Yeah. So everyone but, voted against her, basically. Her own people. Her own flesh and blood. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was crazy. That was actually really embarrassing for her. And then I think the next day... Jeremy Corbyn was it the next day yeah Yeah, Jeremy Corbyn called for um, a vote of no confidence which is um (laughs) so helpful (laughs) Nima's just like (laughs) what is it Um, (laughs) do you want to explain yeah yeah, yeah, no so it's basically like um the gov uh the opposition can say we don't have any confidence that this government can do anything yeah so and then everyone who's in parliament say votes and says do do we want no do we have any confidence in the government and if they say no then there has to be a general election yeah and she lost that she won it so she survived but, but that's it, only because her people smartly and rightly i would have done the same thing do not want to switch and have an election because they know they're going to lose let's yeah. be very sincere because the polls have not I don't want to divert. I was going to start talking about Diane Abbott. But the no. polls, basically, the Labour, Labour has quite... um They're growing. Yeah. And there's a very good chance. That's why they were happy the last election. Although they might not have won a major... um The majority of the... Par- majority of Parliament. Yeah. Um, they have a good, like, steady growing pace. So it shows that they could be in... How they're in track on track rather in track on track to potentially become a majority by the next time we have an election because yeah. of all the trash that the Tories have done. Uh, so- <laughs> she survived, but not by that many. I don't remember yeah. what it was, but like it was like the DUP again saved her. Yeah, like because they've been paid out. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I also as a Labour government fan, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, I'm glad we're not doing Brexit <laughs> because it's right. a bit of an let impossible them, task. Let like, them mess it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, Jeremy Corbyn, why do you want to be prime minister? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, and then that's what happened. And then there wasn't. So, and then there was another vote recently, mm-hmm. which is so we're meant to leave at the end of March, and it's February, yeah, they we're said February today. Voted, yeah, February. As of today, we're recording on because I know for sure things are going to happen between now and the time we release. Yeah, because things are happening every day. Mm. But today is February second. Yeah, <laughs> so basically, um, I think they had voted as of this week that they we're not doing a no deal. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So yeah. what happened is mm-hmm. they had another vote, um, which was. Because she got defeated and she was like, okay, well, we have to decide what we want to do. Some MPs want to have like a nine-month extension to the leaving the EU. Mm-hmm. Some MPs um, want them to say that they're definitely not going to have no deal. Because no deal basically means just severing ties yeah. and then it's all fucked up. and all, Oh, that's all gonna really do. like shit. When I say shit hits the fan, shit is really going to hit the fan. Yeah. Because... With the Brexit, I think people forget also that um, a lot of the time, a lot of the cheap labour that does come into the UK, seasonal labour yeah. for, say, for like cherry picking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we really be growing cherries, but you know, I just use that because I know that's the terminology. Yeah. <laughs> cherry picking or like, you know, fruit picking, let's say that. Or you know, any type of cheap labour that we tend to use... Um, tend to use a lot of eastern europeans that come over for a little season of time do a little bit of work go back home mm-hmm. um people here aren't gonna do that i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna pick no cherries yeah i ain't picking no strawberries i ain't doing that <laughs> a lot of people aren't gonna do that here and so um that was also an issue why did i even divert into that um if we leave we yeah if deal we leave kind of we're gonna have a without any type of deal in place and like just a hard ass drop on our asses um it's gonna have a serious impact on the economy and thank god we have someone with slight sense in um who's in charge of like the treasury what's what's the name minister of finance yeah i don't know i don't know his name but anyhow um i know that they were trying to with some of the deal the stuff that they've been coming up with that i was reading up there was um they were trying to put a cap in terms of people who can come here to move um skilled work skilled workers and non-skilled workers yeah i know there was a point in time when they were putting a cap at the salary needs to be at least thirty thousand, and he was like that's not going to work because we have too many lower skilled um employ we employ too many low skilled people from outside of the country yeah. and literally the economy will collapse yeah. like there's no question about it because not enough of british people are going out for them low skilled jobs yeah so um yeah, I just think that's the other... I think people now are actually understanding the impact. Well, I would like to think people are understanding the impact. This is happening on everything, but um, I know that's not the case. I just know that I can speak that for myself. Yeah, so basically yeah. if there's no deal, we'll be kind of screwed. And no one really... No one companies wants that. are already... That they, from the beginning, people are already having their contingency plans. And that's that makes sense. It's a business, right? Yeah. People are already looking at moving to places like Germany and stuff. But... um. Anyhow, we'll see what happens because Germany's also on the brink of a recession too. So, so um, everyone's a bit. So basically, that's why <laughs> that's the, why the vote in Parliament they don't they want to make it they want to put it in to like make sure we don't fall flat on our asses. Yeah, we don't leave with no deal, and that was mm-hmm. gonna, like there was lots of votes about that and like making sure that. So, but the, so they voted that we we can't have no deal, but they haven't voted that we can extend. The Brexit deadline, so because it's she like, still it's a needs confusing. to go to Europe, and suppose which is interesting because she said that, and you, EU, the EU has made it very clear as well that it's either May's Brexit or you can renege and say that you don't want to 
Yeah, they said they're not, they're not negotiating anymore because the backstop and stuff was our idea. So it's kind yeah, of like, now we're saying we don't want it. You got what you wanted, exactly. Yeah. And um, so what were the options? They said it's either no no deal and our parliament is saying that is not going to happen. We're not allowing it. Or you can extend it for another, what, nine months? And then, then there's the... You can renege and say you don't want to leave yeah. for real. And I think they obviously really want that. Yeah. I would like that too, but I think we've gotten to the point of like... You have to do what it make. You got to make it do what it do. Yeah, and I think that's probably it. That's where we are now. Yeah, we're um, in the. Balance. What's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen? <sighs> I know that's a hard one. I feel like it's almost like two extremes because I feel like personally, in my opinion, I know this isn't a good thing to think or want. I actually don't feel like the EU should budge about the backstop being because they put their foot down. Yeah, and to be going back and forth. That's, that doesn't set a good precedent yeah. in terms of what could potentially happen mm. for our country, for them, for anybody, period. I don't think that's healthy. I think politically, globally, there's too much up and down. Yeah. We need some, like, we need a firm foot, right? Yeah. So it's either we fall flat, which I really do not want, or um, we just be like, we're not leaving anymore. Mm. I don't know if they're going to do another referendum, but I think there's but the MPs do... The, I feel like we're wasting too much money and time. Like, honestly, like, it's... it's When you see what's going on... I know this is silly, but, like, personally, you know, living in Croydon, and this might be silly and small, but there are little things I've noticed ever since this Brexit stuff, and I'm not sure if it's just me. Mm. Little things like, remember the year when it snowed and they didn't sort properly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, little things that the council is supposed to do that it's being... It's not getting done. Mm. And I don't ever remember there being issues like this. Maybe this is just me being a bit more observant of yeah. things. But like little things like my trash not being picked up That's consistently to do every with like council cuts. Or, yeah, yeah, council talk <laughs> or charity. Exactly. But then that's also because they've what well, they created a whole new department, right? Because of this Brexit. Yeah. Money is being put into places that guaranteed, yes, we understand it's needed, but I feel like so much time and so much money is being misdirected. Mm. Yeah, I think that's yeah, into things. So um, I don't know. It's it's really frustrating. So I I just want this to be over. To be fair with you, but I I I would hope the optimist in me is um hoping we don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> just because I'm like, it would just be so much easier, right? Yeah, you know. But um, I think that's... I don't know. That's what do you think? I think a lot of people want to just cancel it Mm -hmm. a lot sorry a lot of remainders who i know Mm -hmm. and i don't really know again i don't know anyone voted to leave Mm -hmm. so i'm like i don't really understand but like what they want or Mm -hmm. what they think it's a lot of older people though too to be fair um but it was like yeah i think i think another referendum is a stupid idea i don't think it's a good idea because Mm -hmm. i think it will be the same and then what do you do the only way exactly. another referendum works is if we don't if it says don't leave. I feel like so you, you can't do that. You can't put that risk out there. Because imagine if we have to leave again. Can you imagine? This no, again. it's going to be even more embarrassing. Yeah. I, if anything, <laughs> I hate this. I know the MPs probably don't want to do this because that means like they don't know what's going to happen next election. Mm. But they should just make the decision because I think from the beginning this should have never been thrown out to the public to vote on. Because you don't tell people to vote on something they don't understand. Yeah. And it's also you should have properly educated people 
And that would have been so much money to try and make sure people actually understood what they were voting for. Yeah. I feel like they should have made sure everyone understood what was getting into it. Because you don't just think and assume that the public has sense. Are you stupid? No, <laughs> no. People don't have sense. I don't don't, think- you never assume that. And you know, that's the problem with Eli... The, the, how do you even say elites? It? elites. They always uh, they just assume everybody is on their level. No, yeah. don't. You? In fact, everyone is dumb. Just think, <laughs> everyone is daft. Ain't nobody knows shit. They don't even know what who you are mm-hmm. because that's the problem we have. I think we've had, especially with the conservatives, because particularly with David Cameron assuming that that vote wasn't going to come out the yeah. way it did. Even Boris and Gove as well, yeah. going from their reactions. But then Theresa May too has displayed this by the way that she's made decisions by the way she's thought that oh i'm going to come up with how we're going to leave bitch this thing pardon my language no this goes beyond you yeah this goes for generations after we're all dead everyone's gonna pay (laughs) for what the decision we make like i hate to make it this deep but sincerely that's how it is and it was very selfish for her to think that she could just like sit around her close friends you don't do that for our nation like yeah, that's not leadership. Th- um, that's why a lot of well, I know that's why I don't like her, and she really just gets under my skin. Mm. With it's that, just, it was mm. it was a silly vote to yeah. have. Basically, it's mm-hmm. like voting. It's like if someone was like um, asked to really. It's it's so much ingrained in law and just things that people would never even consider. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is what we were voting about. Like someone, yeah, I remember, you're giving too much. To and I don't want to be a dick about people who voted to leave. Is whatever. Um, but. It's Everyone's free to their own opinions. But it's like, there was people that, like, the next day would be like, oh, uh, we've let, like, ha- we've got all this stuff to do. And someone was like, haven't we already left now? We voted. And it's just like, no, it's a whole... You definitely be- didn't understand yeah, what you no, were voting no. for. Yeah. yeah, and no, I I would say, I would say I didn't understand what I was voting for. I voted mm-hmm. to remain, but whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's because I was like, well, who cares about... I don't want to change Why are we this. changing? I don't think yeah. it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any of these things are a problem, so I'm voting to remain. I didn't passionately be like... Because the thing is, the EU... One last point. The EU, there's also this thing called Lexit, which is like left-wing Brexit. Because Brexit is kind of seen as quite a right-wing decision. Mm-hmm. But Lexit, so it's left-wing Brexit. There are a lot of left-wing people who wanted to leave the EU because they felt that it um, minimised the amount that you could do in terms of workers' rights. It also is... Um, I, I remember thinking about this once, where it's like the European Union, the free movement, it's basically like a white-only immigration policy. It's like anyone from Europe can move around. Yeah. But if you're from mm-hmm. a different country, it's much harder, which yes. is like the brown yes. countries and the white countries. Yeah. If you Who look at happen it, to also bring in a lot of highly skilled um, workers yeah. into the countries, might we just add? Yeah. But go on. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I, I really have no issue with immigration. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's like, oh, like so there is that kind of argument about how the EU is not it's not perfect it's not great yeah. like it's it's like there's lots of things so there was a thing they were going to bring in about like corporate governance that meant basically corporations do whatever they wanted i don't really remember what it was but anyway the eu is not perfect no one really understands no what democracy it is. is yeah no democracy is brexit has been a mess i would like i'd like to just leave and then deal with the consequences of it now I think I wouldn't vote to leave ever, but we it's already been done. So. Yeah, it's just like it's like I well, just we need to the just... next six months to be over because I feel like well, the next year, so we know what is going to happen. Yeah, because we, the thing is, there's so much domestic policy stuff that's a real huge problem that is just yeah. being ignored because of this. Yeah. Like, come on, like the news has it ever been about anything other than Brexit? I don't no, think things are still going on. Every blessed day, all we hear is Brexit. Meanwhile, 
you see like the level of homeless people out there in the freezing cold. Yeah, the the like the local services, like you said, yes, are not like happening. The, tr- the, the damn dustbin people, and mind you, it's not their fault. No, it's not that. But it's annoying because you don't want you ain't nobody trying to walk into their house and be smelling trash. No, like, and we recycle exactly. So I don't know. We'll see. And then, like, oh god, it's not salt in the road. Yeah, no, salt in the road. These are little things that make such a big difference for like ease, like just living. Mm. You know, basic necessities yeah basically austerities continue throughout education everything's all fucked up Mm -hmm. in my opinion but no one talks about any of it because we're just talking about brexit Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. so it's just a terrible i think it was a terrible vote Mm -hmm. but i think we have to leave now yeah let's get it over and done with the end of the episode i guess yeah that's about it you want to add no um oh also sorry this is mm -hmm. we've had three different brexit secretaries so the people that were meant to do the negotiations have quit like three of them oh yeah that's a good thing to highlight a lot of people have quit um theresa may's government because they were like they don't agree with it i know i think it's really just a bitch move they're just like they just don't want to i guess they don't want history so we like remember that they were there yeah too long (laughs) and i have heard this and i don't really i'm not sure how i feel about it i don't like theresa may but it's like she like all the men before her have quit you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. david cameron you called the vote and then you just quit i know you didn't believe in it or whatever but neither did she so it's it's like it's like i don't feel sorry for her though i don't feel sorry for her before but it's still it's still well i feel like if you're a public servant you should stay yes and serve and finish like, mm-hmm. if you've got a term, you finish to the end of the term. You don't yeah. just quit. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, I mean, but I think that's the standard every politician should have, so I'm not going to, like, applaud her, but yeah, it just seems unprecedented She's recently. doing the basic. Yeah, she's doing the minimum, which a lot of people have terribly. been doing. She's yeah, doing she, the minimum terribly. She's doing the minimum terribly, <laughs> but everyone else seems to have quit before, so they were doing the, mi- they were doing the less than the minimum. <laughs> yeah, <sub-pop>. Terribly. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. Um, I hope it was quite like interesting it's more of an informative episode yeah so any if anything it's just for people to like look listen to and like get bits and pieces from yeah um so. but yeah that's been a, we've been about town so yes. social media yes make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram about town underscore ldn Blah. Um, yeah. yeah, and we hope you enjoyed our previous episode. And like, please like email us. It's still brown about town. Yeah, if you've got questions com. about Brexit too, because yeah. we can. We might not know. Um, we're not experts, but we will definitely reference and make sure we get answers for you as well. Because knowledge is power and all that good stuff. So it's always good to share yeah. information. Um. Oh yeah, and don't forget to support us by following and subscribing. Um, on either Spotify because we're on there. If you're listening, um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play most of your major i am um, podcast streaming services platforms or whatever follow us like us leave a review mm. tell the people about us yeah. but yeah that's about it yeah thanks for listening um yeah that's brexit yeah <laughs> all the feels <laughs> bye